Yeah. Oh, Aaron. Today we're going to be talking about where are the best places to invest in UK property. Uh, so obviously 2019 is finally upon us uh, and obviously there's a lot of uncertainty surrounding Brexit. Uh, many are apprehensive about uh, investing in the UK property market. Uh, what are your initial thoughts about Brexit? Well, yeah, I, mean, I think for the guys at the top end of the market, London properties over 2 mil, they've certainly been hit hard. Mm. Um, but we're seeing a lot of growth still, you know, particularly in the regions, um, Manchester, Birmingham, a lot of interest in there. Um, there's, not a, there's other towns as well. Um, but certainly in some of the sectors we cover, like student property and retirement property, um, there's a local demand and um, we've been pretty unaffected by it, thankfully. So taking this into consideration, there's obviously been a lot of positives. What are the main positives you've taken out of Brexit? Like, What, what can you see where uh, it's going to benefit the, like the property market in the UK? Well, yeah, I mean, some people are gloomy, but I mean, we think that um, we've certainly seen, like, because of the negative sentiment, mm. people in stockpiling, you know, right, companies so. like Top Tiles, Nestle, have been buying a lot of stock and been buying sheds. Um, right. JJL, J Jones Lang Sell basically said there was um, 3.8 billion worth of transactions that makes 13% of the commercial market was just on sheds. Wow. And certainly, like companies like Amazon, I mean, they already own significant uh, portfolios, but like in Daventry, Milton Keynes, Colville, um, companies that are developers like Panatoni, they've developed um, 1.6 million square foot of industrial park wow. to cater for this demand. Yeah. So we think that there's going to be um, job creation in these uh, certain areas. Um, and that'll have a spin-off in the property prices oh, in so locations. So that's going to drive, obviously, demand in them areas because there's a lot of workers. Yeah. Uh, so they're the main core areas. So where are we saying the Midlands? Is that yeah, yeah, I think, obviously, Northampton, where they're developing most of it in Leicester. But, I mean, Northampton, just to speak quickly about that, I mean, it's uh, the fastest growth um, in the housing market, according to um, the House Price Index, 5.8% uh -huh. um, in October 2018. Right. And um, Leicester, you know, has been a great city to invest in according to home tracks. Um, essentially, it's, got, it's risen by 250% mm. since 2000. And we think that there's still more growth to, uh, to happen there, especially with all this new job creation in the Midlands. Definitely. And yeah, it's only an hour away from Birmingham. So, you know, there's some good fundamentals in that there. Without a doubt. So, is there any places further up north or further down south that might uh, experience kind of this uh, increase in demand from the warehouses? Yeah, I think, you know, like, there's two parts to that. I mean, w the north, we like Warrington. We think, you know, with this position between uh, Liverpool and Manchester, which has seen significant growth, yeah. um, there's certain opportunities there, and obviously the transport links between there. Mm. It's the ideal place for warehousing. Yep. Um, certainly Amazon thinks so. Um, not only them, a company called Omega, they've basically bought 750,000 square foot. Wow. So there's not only the job creation. I mean, um, it's a nice place to live. And the property prices are not as skyrocketed like uh, Manchester. Mm. Um, and the houses are cheaper. And there's yeah. family homes. Yeah. And there's still going to be demand for family homes. Yeah. So it's a big one for us. Uh, and obviously with Warrington, uh, it's not just going to benefit from that. It benefits from being smack bam in the middle of both Liverpool and Manchester. Definitely. So it's good for obviously professionals as well who can commute easily into both cities. Yeah, definitely. So it's got kind of spin off from the warehouses as well as... Uh, the young professionals of all like the growing industries within them cities. Definitely. Cool. I mean, it's definitely a benefit from the growth in Manchester, which you've seen like 30% growth mm. over the last four years. Um, but we don't really think that, like you asked about down south, I mean, we've got, um, we think that the there's going to be nodes literally right. around the M25. Okay, um, basically, the companies need to look at that last um, lane of delivery, they call it the, like the last mile, but yeah, essentially yeah. they need to have a delivery node. And we think that places in, in Essex are going to do well, like Walton Abbey and uh, Tilbury. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think it's perfectly positioned for some excellent growth there. 
and Colchester. I mean, Colchester, you've already seen um, 40, 55,000 pounds, pounds growth in one year, according mm -hmm. to House Simple. So obviously we've talked about kind of how businesses and how, how the implications of Brexit in regards to businesses are gonna have a good knock-on effect for uh, properties and areas of properties. Uh, so obviously there's a huge shift between high street and online, uh, mark, uh, online uh, selling of products. Mm. Uh, is the high street dead? Yeah, I think there's been a struggle, a significant struggle. I mean, you look at uh, BHS, them folding, and mm. you've got House of Fraser. Yeah. Um, there's talk of Debenhams closing a lot of their stores. Yeah. And I think, you know, people still want to shop, but it's not just about shopping. They want convenience. Yeah, so what we've marked a change on is that gonna, it's going to be looking at converting some of those shopping centers more into leisure facilities, so right. having more um, restaurants, um, entertainment, right. you know, things like uh, crystal maze, cooking classes, these sorts of things are going to draw more people in. And um, if you think about it, at least how I shop, it's, you know, do the main shopping online mm -hmm. and then do the top-ups. So when yep. you want to have top-ups, you want to do more bespoke bakeries, more yep. higher-end stuff, to sort of treat yourself yeah. in places where people can meet their friends and that sort of thing. And I think the funds have recognized this in that um, one of the, the retail portfolios called Into Properties. Right. Um, it's had significant interest from uh, house builders who are looking at taking a, resi a think about an out-of-town shopping center. Yeah. They're literally building it on top of this, that. Oh, really? So you're creating a demand and then drawing people back in with, okay. the, with the leisure facilities. So is there, anywhere, is there anywhere in the UK where there's been examples of this? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think Manchester's already done that. I mean, there weren't, wasn't really a retail place, but mm. what they've done is um, back in 2011, there was speculative development where developers literally said, well, if we build it, they'll come. So they built office parks Sweet. and they built a lot of leisure facilities and it, Manchester became a great place to live. Yeah, now people definitely. are thinking, students are thinking, let's move to Manchester rather than move to overpriced London, mm. okay? Um, but it's not only that. I mean, in places like Edinburgh, they went and refurbished the St. James uh, Park and basically it's a retail area where they spent 850 million they created theatre space, a lot of leisure, luxury hotel, and there's obviously been, uh, it's been responded in the property market. It's a 7.7% increase in one year. Wow. And we think that with it such a being such an attractive city, yep. there's going to be like knock-on effects on Definitely. the wider Edinburgh area. <coughs> um, other places, maybe less so. I mean, Milton Keynes is a, one of the garden um, cities, yep. um, but it is significant retail there, which we think could be redeveloped into a more... Um, blended retail yeah, and yeah. leisure, as Definitely. well as some residential on, on board. Um, so yeah, there's still options for growth from that perspective. Yeah, and obviously with the added, added benefit of Milton Keynes, it's got, it's got that, it's within that commuter belt within London, you can get to London within an hour. Definitely. Yeah. So obviously it's a good kind of, uh, a good kind of both, of both combinations. Excellent. Uh, so we've talked about obviously the big cities, Edinburgh. So obviously London's always hot on the lips of all property investors, they want to get within yeah. London. So is there any still kind of little niche areas or little kind of sweet spots within London that are still kind of uh, undiscovered by investors and that can really got bring the high yields and high growth? Yeah, I think, you know, I don't think high yields are ever going to be London's um, no. appeal, but I think, you know, the capital growth record mm. um, has sustained itself. Yeah. Um, but it's really looking, as you said, for the pockets of growth there. Um, it's a bit tricky because sentiment is still low yep. and the affordability question remains, um, you know, permanent prevalent. But um, if you think about like Walton Forest was one of the, the top growth areas for 2018. Yeah, it was, yeah. um, obviously, it's quite an appealing place, but 
its next door neighbor there, Leytonstone, hasn't seen that growth, and we think that with the average property prices there, you know, around 400,000, you know, with the average of London being 629, according to Rightmove, there's still significant opportunity for growth, particularly with the convenient transport links on the central line and everything like that. Cool. So there's still some certain spots within London that Definitely. have got real potential. Uh, so to summarise, you think 2019 is going to be a good year for buying properties in the UK? Yeah, significantly. I do think there's definitely opportunities. Uh, to summarise, I think it's going to be driven by um, infrastructure and uh, sheds, industrial development. So looking at Leicester, Northampton, mm -hmm. Warrington. Mm -hmm. um, and then obviously look at the node effect, which we spoke about, yep. um, the M25 connections and accessibility, uh, Tilbury, Walton Abbey, and, um, and then again, Leighton Stowe from a London point yeah, of view. Definitely. And um, of course, Milton Keynes and Edinburgh, with our favour being on Edinburgh side of things. But you know, there are some sectors which are you know, Brexit proof, you know, from the student property market and um, retirement homes, which is obviously some things that One Touch covers. Mm -hmm. um, but certainly we're feeling very positive about 2019. Oh, great. Thanks for that, Aaron. Cool, so pleasure. That's a good wrap-up. Uh, if you want any more information, just uh, go on our website, www.onetouchinvestment.co.uk, uh, and we also have consultants there who can answer all your questions in regards to all property investments uh, in the UK. So thanks for listening.